0: And I am Aware Now. Aware Now, the official platform for causes. Tune in and turn it up as we raise awareness, one story at a time, for the causes that tie us all together. It's been said that one's trash is another's treasure. This is certainly the case in Maui. The Art of Trash exhibition and Trashin' show are annual juried events that inspire community members to reimagine previously used resources as elements for creative inspiration. Presented by Malama Maui Nui, the nonprofit led by Executive Director Gabrielle Sugar, these events educate and empower residents and visitors to nurture the environment. I have participated and attended a number of fashion shows in my life, but never have I ever participated in or attended a trash show. So Gabrielle, please share the concept here. Sure.
1: Um, it's a lot what it sounds like. <laughs> so essentially, it's a fashion show um, where participants are asked to create their pieces out of previously used or discarded materials um so they get to be a little extra creative because they it, it it's getting judged on how much the materials are transformed mm-hmm. um and obviously it has to be wearable um so that's that's usually the tricky part a lot of we've had plenty of participants who are like oh i didn't i didn't know i had to wear it You're like, oh yeah you gotta wear it <laughs> or you gotta get somebody to wear it at least you have to talk one of your friends into wearing it um and then and then they literally walk the stage. So this opens up usually our um, annual gallery grand opening. So the Art of Trash mm-hmm. gallery grand opening is um, is usually at like a mall. Um, mm-hmm. in, the, in the center of the island, we try to keep it centrally located. Um, mm-hmm. If you're not familiar with Maui, we're like a big figure eight. Um, so we try to keep it somewhere in the middle so it's easy for everyone to attend. And we open it up with live music. People are playing, um, we have a band called Sargenti's Junkyard Gods, and their instruments are all made out of recycled um, materials, like surfboards and gas cans, and stuff nice. like that. Yeah, it's super fun. And then recently we had a, a teacher from one of the local schools um, do a drum procession. So the jump, like, well, it'll kind of call in the trash and show, mm-hmm. which is great, because then everyone in the mall is like, what is going on? <laughs> and starts to peek their heads out and that usually draws people to kind of the center courtyard and then we'll do the trash and show where everyone will walk the little stage and they're in their little fashion outfits sometimes we have them walk down the aisle like in a true fashion show in between the audience and that's fun because it's always fun to see their like interactions especially because we have so many little kids who just steal the show every year um yeah, and then finally we kick off, we usually do announcements for winners, both for the trash and Show and for the gallery. And then that gets everyone geared up for the big opening of the gallery, um, which people are trying to open those doors all night long. And we're like, you have to wait. <laughs> you have to wait till the end of the trash and show. Show. Um, and then it's, yeah, and then it's a really great night. And then we have um, volunteers usually sit the gallery for, um, for a month. So all the pieces are available for folks to see yeah. for usually at least four weeks. And that's all volunteer run, mostly by a lot of the artists themselves. So it's really sweet, community, mm. collaborative project.
0: It sounds absolutely amazing. Um, how many designers participate in this? And and who are they? Are they like these young fashionistas or are these like seasoned professionals? Who's, who is involved in this?
1: So hosting the event for about 10 years right around there maybe maybe a couple more um but we didn't start the event we inherited it from a spitfire of a woman named wilma nakamura and she's been doing it for at least at least 20 years um i feel like i've seen pictures from the 90s and so from its inception we've had hundreds of participants um in both the trash and show and the art exhibit In terms of how many people apply, it varies so much. This is actually a point that gives us anxiety every single year because you have no idea, right? Like we have no idea who's gonna apply, how many people will apply. Every year we convince ourselves that nobody's going to submit pieces and we're (laughs) gonna be empty handed and we all panic mostly because artists are notorious for turning their work in last minute. Yep. Um, so we're held to like that last minute holding our breath, like praying that people um, are going to submit and they never let us down. Um, but I mean, it varies a lot, anywhere from like 30, 50 plus, maybe more some years. I'm not sure. We've only more recently been doing it electronically with submissions forms. So, mm-hmm. in terms of past participation, it's hard. And we used to do it where it was like you just show up, you just show up to the grand opening dress, and you walk and you walk the oh, stage. Wow. So, um, yeah. So, so we have a little more structure to the process now, which reduces the anxiety a little bit. Right. Um, but yeah, we never really know. And then in terms of who participates, mm-hmm. um, it, it runs the whole gamut. We've had whole fourth grade classrooms participate, wow. either dressed as like native birds. <laughs> oh, or cool. I think we had a land snail one year, which was so sweet. Um, to We have had costume designers, professional costume designers um, submit pieces. I dressed in one, um, one costume designer's piece last year called Alice in Wasteland. Wow. Um, oh, it was crazy. I, just putting it on, I was like, I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> it was so big. Um, incredible. You know, we have uh, um, seamstresses and some of their apprentice uh, uh, folks and uh, students, aspiring fashion students. We had one student come back this year who used her photos from last year in her applications for colleges. And she shared with us this year that she was um, accepted into a fashion school in Amsterdam that she's going to be going to next year. I know we were so stoked. Um, Yeah. To just everyday people. I mean,
0: Mm -hmm. friends, Mm -hmm.
1: you know, and you know, if you're really into any of us, you're going to be roped in somehow, some (laughs) way, either you're wearing someone's piece or, um, (laughs) Yeah, so it's good. It's written. That's really nice in that way too. That it's always surprising. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's always a surprise. Which, like I said, it's like p- part of part of us is really excited about that. Part of it gives us a bit of anxiety. But yeah. so far, our community has never let us down. So
0: no, that is awesome. Um, yeah, and I love that, that that it's just all these variables, which are exciting, but sometimes like, uh, so <laughs> um, you know, so so off the runway as you mentioned that the creativity continues and that is with the art of trash exhibition so I would love for you to describe a few of your favorite (laughs) pieces that have been submitted in years past is there like one or two that just like that you can never forget for the rest of your days
1: yeah this is a hard question because like I said every year I kind of think that there's no way I'm gonna be more surprised or that the quality of the show could be maintained year after year and every year I'm, I'm like just completely blown away and I stay out of like the during process and everything like that so I don't see the pieces until you know pretty close to to opening or to production wow. and so um so it's a super surprise for me which I, I love um and also just because we try to keep bias out so we bring outside jurors in and everything's done by a third party and stuff like that so we don't have any influence um over that but um yes actually there's one there's one that sticks out and i'm trying to remember what year it was maybe 2016 maybe 2017 somewhere around there there was this life-size human form made out of uh old electrical cables and it moved and it moved more based on the volume of noise in the room so opening night this thing near about just danced off its pedestal which definitely tripped everyone out and none of us could figure out like how or why it moved so it was so fun to watch the kids like (laughs) like trying to figure out how to make this thing move or stop moving you know what i mean yeah um so that was a really fun one because it was just so interactive and we had it by the front door just to trip everyone out um, because if they start talking to the person next to them it starts moving and then last year you know because we were still kind of new to the virtual um aspect of this of having Mm -hmm. the event virtually and we you know, we always kind of re-look over our guidelines and stuff like that, and we got a surprise submission last year um, from some very musically talented folks who did a stop motion video entirely made out of uh, marine debris. I think the only thing that wasn't made out of marine debris was, like, the head of the musician was carved, like, whittled out of a piece of palm or something like that, palm tree. and. Uh, and it was from a participant who's been in a number of our shows and who often places or at least has an honorable mention and so but we were like oh we don't have any rules about this format we <laughs> <I> never <laughs> thought about anyone submitting a video and it was really exciting but we had to kind of go back to the drawing table of like do we allow this do we not allow this like why right. do we allow it there's nothing that says you can't do it right um and it was an it was an incredible video and it's really kind of about our social accountability, you know, and in owning this challenge, um, as, you know, changers, Mm -hmm. change makers.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it was really, it was really great. And it was really, really well put together. It was really nice. That's amazing. And, and again, I love the diversity, right? Like the diversity of participants, diversity of pieces that are, that are produced and created. Um, you know, I can only imagine just in the conversation we've had thus far, like I can only imagine how much time and how much talent goes into this from the organizers to the participants. Um, for all of the work that goes into the art of trash, what is it that you hope people get out of the experience? Yeah.
1: Yeah, well, as we kind of discussed, it is quite an ordeal and you know, until I got involved, I don't think I, I, I definitely didn't have the same appreciation for event organizers and all the people it takes to put events together. So, you know, every year I'm super grateful for our community participants because without them, we wouldn't have a show. Um, our jurors, our photographers, our producers, the staff, our Mo Nui staff, like I said, who are always game. And then Wilma, uh, our founder and curator who has been so to anything lately, uh, with all the new changes. So I I don't think that that's easy, especially, you know, she kind of had a format historically. And so yeah, it's been incredible to watch that community collaboration happen. In terms of what we hope people take away from this, I think one of our biggest aspirations is that folks consider the impacts of their perspective.
0: Mm -hmm. i know
1: often we talk about their behaviors but you know it's really our perspectives that drive our behaviors Mm -hmm. and we are kind of asking maybe even challenging folks to view materials differently Mm -hmm. Um, we've had this discussion of like you know there's a significant difference between a pile of scrap metal and a sculpture a metal sculpture made out of scrap right tens of thousands of dollars Difference, if if not more, right? Yeah. And we're like, why? Yeah. <laughs> like, what what is that? You know, is it just that somebody just saw it differently, and in their reorganizing of the pile of metal now helps other people see value in it? Is it because mm-hmm. that person values it, so now another person's going to value it differently? You know what I mean? We're kind of mm-hmm. like, what is that magic that happens? That transformation that happens that creates yeah. this change in value? And what, what, what could our world look like? What could our economy look like? What would our environment look like if we viewed all discarded materials with the possibility that they had that much potential? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but beyond that, again getting back to kind of like the story that we hear from the participants Mm -hmm. there's this transformation in value of materials but deeper than that we hear about participants you know transformation in their relationship to material Mm -hmm. in their relationship to the environment generally where they collect material and and into each other and as a part of the creative process and so You know, with that, with the audience, you know, I think the thing then to take away or that we hope that they take away is that courage to use their voice, Mm -hmm. to protect those things that they love. And maybe most importantly, to never underestimate the power and potential influence of their example. Um, You know, it's really what I think we're trying to showcase is these folks who our, our everyday folks in our community, their students, their teachers, their parents, you know, they're our neighbors, they're the guy at the store down the street, you know, that every single one of us has that capacity to contribute. And it really is that kind of collective effort.
0: Right. Uh, well, that's, that is beautiful. I love how you say that, that the big takeaway is, is that a perspective, right? And to be able to look at something through a different lens, um, and looking at the same thing, but just in a different way and um, what a change that can make and i love how you brought up too the fact that is our perspective that can drive our behaviors and influence our actions and so um and all from trash i think that's fantastic i think it's fantastic uh you know i, I want to speak for a moment about place maui is a special place i mean all places on there certainly are maui is a very special place that your organization. And I want you to say the name because I don't want to say it incorrectly. So say the name first, and then I'm going to pronounce it.
1: Sure. Malama Maui Nui. And let me in tell one. you what it means and maybe that'll yes. help you. So to Malama means to, to nurture or to care for. And so in the Maui Nui, Maui obviously is the Island of Maui, but Maui Nui, Nui means like inclusive or at large and so maui nui is basically our maui county which is made up of maui molokai lanai and Kahoolawe, and so we're we're, we're here to nurture um the islands of maui com- county
0: that is awesome malama maui nui yes yep. oh yeah, yeah, that it. Too. yes too <laughs> uh, so, yeah so you know that your organization that you Work to support and sustain this, this place and these people. What is it about the place and the people that you personally love most? I love
1: I mean as we said, so Maui, Maui County, Maui Nui is made up of multiple islands and each of them are like very unique and very beautiful, both both the island and the communities. Um they're if you've been to the other islands of Maui County, then you'll know, like, they're very, they are very different than, mm-hmm. and um, and we appreciate that, right? And we're very proud this year that we have participants from um, both Molokai and Lanai. Um, we've worked really hard to be inclusive and to try to get participation um, and representation from all of our Maui County mm-hmm. islands. Um, but I think that what I love the most here is, is our community con- the community connection to the environment, mm-hmm. and and beyond? Not just you know. Obviously, we live on an island, so we're very, uh, very aware, very cognizant of um, our limitation of resources mm-hmm. and how easily you know access to outside resources can be disrupted. Right. Um, so there's that aspect of it, but 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 I think what makes it special to me is that it's much more beyond that. That here, you know the host culture and many of the cultures that have come here since, um, the the Chinese, the Filipinos, the Japanese, the the Micronesians, you know, have a a real sense of place, being that a lot of those cultures are born from subsistence practices, right? So, um, but again, beyond the resource aspect of it, they view the environment as an extension of themselves and as an extension of their family. And as such, you know, it's like they have this inherent we say Kuliana, or kind of responsibility
0: mm-hmm.
1: and privilege you know to to care for this place just as those that came before us cared for this place you know and holding that space for the next um mm-hmm. generation ahead and the environment just inherently in and of itself and so while that's not a novel concept for me in terms of places where i've lived this is probably the place that i've actually experienced it the most where i see mm-hmm. community walking that walk um and it's it doesn't it it doesn't only inspire me but it it, they we hold each other accountable um and i think that there's a lot of power and beauty in
0: that absolutely absolutely there is well if i wasn't in ocean on the other side of the ocean um i would absolutely (laughs) love to attend in person however um wishing you and the crew the best for another successful year with the art of trash and just want to thank you for taking the time to help all of us become a bit more aware now. Thank you so much. Awesome.
1: Thank you so much, Ali. Appreciate it.
0: How do I say goodbye? Uh, Aloha. Aloha. Oh, (laughs) it works both ways. Funny. Yep.
1: Yep. (laughs) Works both ways.
0: Aloha.